0: Hello, hello! Welcome to the Yaku Boyens show, where together we can restore our America. I'm excited to have Philippa Boyens back on the show today. Philippa, welcome.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: It's good. I a lot of comments from people saying, "When are you gonna have Philippa back on again?" Um, and they talk about the intelligence and just. Uh, You've got some interesting things to share and you've got a very unique way of thinking. And I think today's show is definitely going to be another one that's a mind bender because it's you. <laughs> so why don't you lead us in here on what the topic is of the show and really what's on your heart?
1: Oh, well, thanks for having me on and thanks for hearing me out. Uh, what's been on my heart a lot lately is communication communication we need to be able to hear each other out and work together because i want people to work together divided we fall right we need to in order to restore america we have to work together even with people who are radically different than us and i've been reading this book um this is a stage of life i'm in called the whole-brained child which is really really interesting and it's been very helpful in parenting small children who are can quickly become very emotional and respond in their emotions very quickly and the whole book is about how to activate your brain for the right and the left side to work together so that children can feel and can think at the same time so they can overcome situations and emotions and deal with life um, and it's really fascinating scientifically and just working with people how that works. And something I've been talking to you about is how, in general, the political system in our society is set up kind of split like that. We're right and left-brained, which is kind of weird because... the Before
0: before you get there, yeah. this is, this is going to be what the whole show is really going to be about. And it's a, such a... When Philippa brought this to me, it kind of just rocked me for a second because I never thought about politics this way. And and remember, just to give you a little history, Philippa is a writer, an award-winning screenplay writer and author, and really her, her strength as a writer is character development. She writes these amazingly complex and an accurate character's life, right? And so, it's just a, it, this is going to be a very interesting conversation. And I gotta tell everybody, I'm not reading this book that Philip is reading because I don't have time to read. So you'll see, in marriage, is balanced. So I'm so glad that you're reading this amazing book, and I get to benefit from you reading the book because I'm not gonna read the book. So why don't you? <laughs> so why don't you? And it makes me a better parent because you're reading the book, but I really don't have time to read the book. But I'm so fascinated by this conversation. So. Let's dive right in for the, with this concept. How you you're connecting this brain development, right left side of, of the brain, to politics today?
1: Yeah. So, in general, um, the right brain is actually the visual thinkers, the pictures, the feeling, the intuition, the creativity. Um, they tend to be more of your entertainers, your creative types, and they're. They typically end up, they're your feelers, so they end up being more left-leaning. Um, your left brain people, in contrast, are the more logical words, system, structure, analytical, and they actually tend to be more conservative. In general, that's kind of how it works out.
0: So, so, what, so let's just break this down. So what you're saying is, well, number one, this is a book to help parents. This is this is going to be a fascinating conversation. This yeah. is a book to help parents understand how to grow a young brain. And what you're saying is actually we're seeing that reflected in adults as well, but you can actually cut it politically, left and right. Right side of the brain, the feeler, the creative, the artist, the songwriter, the musician, the actor, Hollywood, oh, the yeah. industry, Yeah. right? Which I'm going to talk about you in a minute. Yeah, and then left side of the brain is more structure. It's more, you know, it, it's it's your contemplator. It's more of your your systems guy. Maybe in a job description, would that be your business analyst? Yeah, y- your your you know CPA, you know, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, right. And so you're saying what you've found is that conservatives are more on the thinker side. And liberals or Democrats today, the Democrat Party, are more on the feel side. In, so, right brain, left brain.
1: In general. That is very generalized. But um, there's reasons for that. And I want to preface this by saying on every test I've taken, I end up being pretty close to 50 50. You're actually pretty close to 50 52. We are in entertainment, but, you know, I. I have a very strong um, analytical brain as well. It's actually frustrating in writing to have that editing side on and the crea- creative side on because you can't get anything done.
0: And, and we're not saying that people who are who are entertainers, you know, aren't thinkers. You're yeah. saying just in the spectrum, you're leaning in that direction, right? Yeah, you're, and I- you're leaning. So either you're leaning towards more of a left brain, you know, personality type. Or you're leaning more towards the right brain personality. That doesn't mean you're only thinking left right brain. Now what I will tell you, what I will tell you is up until the age eight ish, children only are right brain. Mm-hmm. There is no left brain. The left brain isn't is developed. It hasn't developed yet. It's all this is why three year olds throw tantrums and <laughs> for like for the record books, right? Because yeah. it's all emotion, it's mm-hmm. all feeling. Yeah. Right, Because the left brain physically hasn't developed yet. And as we know, the frontal lobe, the frontal cortex in men, men, this is why I always tell you, young women don't date a guy under 28, because his brain is not formed yet. The, the male brain, the frontal lobe, the cortex does not fully form until 28. So it's fascinating how, how long it takes to actually fully develop that brain. But in children, it's right side, 100%, up until 8... Nine, and so it's it's really important to also start developing that you know reason and consequence. Mm-hmm. So can you talk to me a little bit just on? And I'm interrupting you, but talk to me a little bit about what happens where in the brain. What happens on the right side? What so so consequence rules structure, that's left brain.
1: Um. Yeah. More of the structure would be left brain. Yeah.
0: artistic behavior, free thinking, creativity, dreamer, creativity yeah. is right brain.
1: So, in general, what this looks like is a lot of your feelers, your heart people. Um, they end up being more left, and this is why. And i I consider myself a, left politically. Yes, more left liberal. Yeah. Politically. Left politically. Yeah, I consider myself a bleeding heart conservative. <laughs> One of my favorite prophetic voices, James Gall, he called himself a liberal conservative or a conservative liberal, and it's because of the it's the feeling and the caring and with the needed structure, and I think it's really important that we have both in a society, and so the reason why I'm talking about this today, why we're talking about this, is communication. We have to work together that was the whole point of the book is the whole brainchild you want the sides to work together and as a society we need to work together we need to recognize our strengths and how each person thinks and be able to communicate to solve problems together so what I'm seeing as a society is that our feelers um, are kind of being exploited like we care so much about different things and going on in society, injustices and all of this. And we're being exploited for it by political parties and political agendas. And um, so you can really be taken advantage of. And what's the wrong approach, the wrong thing to do is to ignore somebody with feelings or to mock them that is not a way to communicate and make um, and work together when you're working with the whole brain when a child is in that emotional place and is just upset you have to you have to let them talk it out you have to let them and when they start talking it out and hearing them out they can start implementing reason again when you don't hear them out when you mock them they we get defensive and that's why you'll see online this especially what I see a lot is online um, if a feeler a left more left political person is upset um, they kind of look crazy or or idiotic or something like that because they're not thinking and I you know I, I say that knowing that I've been in that place of being so emotional and so upset that I wasn't making sense and wasn't thinking rationally like the kid that's throwing the tantrum we can do that as people um but more right leaning politically people um when they're in more of a defensive state they come across like like aholes um I'm a parent so we're not I'm so used to talking like that but um When you shut somebody down, you don't hear them out, the um, facts don't care about your feelings, you say that to somebody, you look like a jerk, and nobody wants to to hear you out. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Like You can't communicate with people, especially a feeling person, if you don't show that you care. You have to listen. You have to hear them out. You have to... um, try and understand does that shows that you care and when I know in my life when I've been in that position of um for example thanks for letting me go through this um we fought trafficking we, we continue to fight trafficking and I remember being in a place of being so upset about this like how in the world is this happening like people are you know, literally still being treated like slaves and, um, you know, girls locked up in a closet for two years and, like, just horrible, horrible stuff. And no one would hear me out. Nobody wanted to listen. And I remember some of the responses were literally things like, oh, I can't look at that. That's just too ugly. And, um, oh, if I hear about that, I'll have to do something about it. And I just wanted to scream. I was so so upset about it. Um, I just wanted to scream, why in the world do you not care? And then I felt like God gave me this revelation. Um, You know, some people don't want to see, some people don't want to hear. And the reason why is um, he started to show me the pain that keeps their eyes shut and their ears closed. And my scream for why don't you care became more of a cry don't you want to be set free and like for me that's really opened up my eyes to start seeing people the way God sees them to start caring about what they care about the truth matters and it's very important but we can't sometimes we can't see that we can't hear that until we see where people are at until we hear their hearts and we see you know Open our eyes first
0: and and uh, look I'll, I'll share my opinion on on this but I want to get yours as well you know help help us understand are you what you're saying and, and if I if I am leading in the wrong direction correct me you're not saying all creatives all feelers all songwriters all musicians are liberal politically mm, no you're not, not saying that what Philippa is saying here is that the feeling community, those of us who do feel, and I do not feel the way Philippa feels, Philippa will very often um, talk about my lack of empathy or sympathy less than empathy, you know, and, and I'm very black and white and just because I've seen so much stuff, guys, I mean, I just, and I'm not hard. I feel, but I'm not driven, but I'm passionate. You know, and a lot of times people will say, well, he's, he's so emotional. I'm not emotional, I'm passionate. When I decide I'm going to do something, hell has no chance. I mean, I'm going, and, and I don't need permission, and I don't ask permission. But we have feelers, thinkers, creatives in the conservative movement. Yes. We have feelers, thinkers, creatives in the, in the liberal movement. But now I want to talk to you about these radical, crazy, left-leaning people. Are you saying that they are behaving like three-year-olds that are 100% only operating in that right brain and the left brain is not active in those situations where what's coming out of their mouths are erratic? And, and, and for the same token, I can lean it into what we're seeing in the alt-right you got alt-right people today that are leaning towards racism again, and 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 real, real, you know, bigotry and things. And and I want to say the same about those folks. It's all emotion. It's all right brain. There's no logic. And so what you're saying is, in the conservative movement, which we are both highly conservative, we're both Christians, we're both strong supporters of our current president and, and our administration, and prayer in schools, and and. It, but still even inside our party the conservative movement we're not doing a great job listening to people not at all we're not doing a great job talking to people left brain guy leaning guys to right brain leaning guys we're not doing a good job at all
1: you're not and you know like the the parenting book on the whole brain child it's um when people are in like the three-year-old throwing a tantrum if you're not hearing them out like that just it gets worse you know and so some people when we get in that stressful state we do that and some people shut their emotions off and they don't feel and you have to be able to feel to be able to function as a human in society and to work together and you have to use logic to work together so I want people to talk I want people to start hearing each other out. That's how we move forward as a society. All these different issues um we need we need to care about and we need to show that we care and it's not um that starts with hearing people out. Like the environment, um like foster care, so many different issues. I really think if we can stop yelling at each other from different sides and start hearing each other out and start working to solutions. We're not enemies. We all live in one society. We want what's best for our communities. We want what's best for our families. So we have to, we have to talk it out and be willing to hear other people out. And it's a challenge. It's really difficult. I know um, we've talked about this before, but relationships and working with people like that's where we (laughs) we get challenged and we have to start dealing with our stuff Um, I'm a person that naturally doesn't like being challenged and you Yaku are a challenger you have forced me to deal with that and to grow and
0: yeah just FYI I challenge myself yeah. I, I challenge everything I challenge you so, too so so I've got a rule yeah you, you <laughs> trust me woman you challenge me a lot. I, look I just I, I woke up one day as a kid and I was like, I'm salmon. I swim upstream only I, I have <laughs> never I've never found myself in my life actually there's a rule I carry that if if the crowd goes in that direction, I go in the opposite direction. It's just something if the masses are doing it, I don't want to do it, you know, because I've just seen too often that that people fall into this rhythm of just becoming these blind sheep that just follow. This is how we have this absolute insanity that's happening in our politics at the moment. On the left, people truly do not think. You stop someone in the street and you say, "Look, this is your stance. Can you actually defend it?" And they can't. I always joke, you know, and, and I equate this to the Elvis movement. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and, and when Elvis was at the height of his superstardom, okay, most of the women that would faint—I'm <laughs> talking about falling on the floor—faint when you talked about Elvis at the time had never seen him. It was all on hearsay, hype. That's the lean, lib, the ultra left-leaning liberals today can't even tell you why I like Elvis can't really describe him, what he looks like, what he sounds like. I mean, I've heard him, but, yeah, but I am all in, you know? and, but, and it's not personal, well, it's not a connection. And so now I you've th- got these radical movements, because I do believe people shut their thinking side off, yeah. and then those that are going to go combat, right? then shut the feeling side off. Yeah. And now you've got oil and water. It's not time. not gonna mix, right? But it's but it's difficult though. Even in our in our marriage, and folks, we're gonna be honest on this show. we got to always look. We talk open and honest because marriage is the most amazing thing. But you gotta yes. work. You work your tail off. And I've said it before. Talking to Philippa's brain exercise because the way Philippa challenges, she challenges thought. She's a thinker, right? But she feels. So you're a very unique combination because you're very deep. Talk about that a little bit because those two things coexist inside you you are 50 50 but in stress where do you lean right or left brain
1: i can go either and that's why i'm talking about both um because you know and as a woman you have all the hormones and stuff to deal with too but i have been in a state of stress where i can be so emotional and hurt that i can't process new information, and I've definitely been in a state where I can't, couldn't feel, so I understand both, but, you know, it is necessary to challenge ourselves, and to come, come at this in a place of, of kindness, and wanting to understand, and wanting to help. I had, I've had several different conversations online, actually, that challenged my thinking, that were, (laughs) <laughs> were more peaceful but i actually had immense revelation from it like it wasn't somebody shouting at me like cuz i'm going to just tune you off if you're just going to come at me and shout at me and be angry people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care so do not come at somebody in hate and anger cuz they're not going to hear you without
0: um, care but, but but look we're always we're going to point this back to jesus and he says He will bless the peacemaker yeah he's a peacemaker he's talking about turning the other cheek which is not weakness by the way that's actually strength that's restraint Mm -hmm. that is that is ultra composure that's the football player that takes a punch and just stands there and stare because he knows the flag's gonna get thrown on the other team and if you don't retaliate you advance it looks like weakness, but it is not. It is smart. And so it's about activating left-right brain cohesively. And be who God created you to be. But he, he is, and Jesus is the peacemaker. We are called to be peacemakers. Again, that does not mean we're weak. It means you have the strongest weapon in the room. And you pray you don't have to use it. That's what it means. That's America. That is the United States of America. We are the strongest military in the world. Hmm. we are we are the baddest and the meanest, and we pray we never have to use it. We pray we never have to go to war that 's restraint, Sorry. having the power and not abusing it is powerful that is and that and I see an abuse of that. people hmm. lean towards where they 're strong, so if they 're strong, emotional people and thinkers, then they 'll just go all in well. in an argument. Mm-hmm. And and abandon thought or those that are thinkers will just say, I don't care about your emotions or how you feel. I'm just going to go all fact and all black and white. And I'm guilty of that.
1: And, you know, honestly, political parties and the news are really bad at exploiting people's feelings too. And they're really bad about pushing fear um, and to keep writings. Like, I want to tell people all the time, stop watching the news because... Like, it's not good for your soul and your spirit to be constantly fed this negativity, this narrative um, that doesn't allow you to think. And it also pushes fear to keep you watching. You know, news stations, um, you know, it's entertainment. They get paid for advertising. They want you to keep watching. That's what they're doing. But something that's really helped me with... Like So, political systems, they have agendas, they have narratives. But people, when you're talking to people, we need to start seeing people as Jesus sees people. He made every single person. He loves every single person. So, you you've got to come at people with that. Yeah. See people how Jesus sees them. Love first, people first how... First, find them. value. Yes. Even,
0: even honestly, even in, in someone you consider an enemy, God still sees value in that person. And so we need to come from a place of saying, find the value, exhort the value, call it out of the person.
1: Absolutely. You know,
0: now, of course, you just get folks that are flat out just defiant and just want to see the world burn. That beautiful monologue Oh, so good. in Batman of the guy that walks around with rubies the size of tangerines. And he throws them to the side, and he doesn't see any value because some folks just want to see the world burn, and they exist. That's the Joker. That mm-hmm. you know, th- these, these characters, right? They exist, and they, they want to. This is your Darth Vader character. He's so embraced the darkness that it's over, and we have those people today. You have them. You have people that have completely embraced, you know, racism. You know, completely embraced, you know. Uh, Atheism and and, and so sure people yeah, but it's not the majority. It's It's the ultra minority And my My mind-bender has always been particularly in America is how in the world Does the tail wag the dog in this country always? Meaning the the 1% make policy the 1% moves culture the 1% is the voice Where's the Christian? Where was the Christian? Where was the Christian when prayer was taken out of schools? Because it was not the masses that was calling for prayer. It was one woman, one woman and her family. The tail wagged the dog. No, the masses need to stand up and say, look, when we're going to disagree about something, we're going to do it with civil discourse. Mm -hmm. We're going to do it in honor. And no, it's a fellow American that I'm talking to. When you look at Antifa going and beating up Americans, the craziness that's happening online, it's pure evil. It's demonic, right? It's it's freaking demonic. Those are people that have embraced their dark side. No, <laughs> Fear is the path no, to the dark side. It's yeah. all emotion, and they've completely made a decision to shut off, or they're just stupid people.
1: Well, that's what I said. The high feelers, when you are in a heightened state of stress, you've embraced that. You don't think you... <laughs> but um, and again, I know what that's like too. So, yeah, we've got to get to a place where we can we can talk to people. You had an interesting conversation um, with a protester, um, recently in Washington D.C.
0: Yeah, well, actually, it was the first day. Of, so, so I the first day of impeachment, I was asked to do a keynote speech at an anti-trafficking coalition in the in the U.S. Capitol. Mm-hmm. But I first had to go to the to the to the um to the House building right the House of Representatives, where all our Congressmen sit in the House building and that is where you know the the you know impeachment hearings is being held so i mean so I walk into the building i'm in the impeachment circus I end up being in the room for the first impeachment hearings, but I'm speaking the next day at the state capitol, which is across the street, the U.S. capitol, and speaking at the capitol. But outside of the impeachment hearings, inside the the press, the negative media says, oh, there's tons of protesters outside, and everybody. And I'm looking out the window, and I'm seeing like five people. So I take my camera, I go outside, and and, and by the time I film, there's only one woman standing there. And I wanted to take the camera and the audio, and, and it's like God just said, turn it off so she can trust you. And I walked up to her and I said, listen, my camera's off. She said, no, I've been watching you. You're you're pro-Trump. And I said, yes, ma'am. I am voting for this president because I'm a Judeo-Christian and I need to move towards who's fighting for Christian values. But let me talk to you. Can I tell you what I really do? I fight sex trafficking. And the second I told her I fight sex trafficking, she was disarmed. And she just looked at me. Almost like with other, like, surprise and i said are you a mother and she said yes and i said okay i'm a dad so how about we don't talk politics for the next 10 minutes a dad wants to talk to a mom tell me about your kids and she started telling me about her kids now she's got a sign impeach the president right and she puts the sign down she's leaning against the wall lamppost sorry and and we're just talking and I said, tell me about your kids. She tells me about her kids, and she tells me that, you know, she's an artist. Oh. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and she's an oil painter. She paints with oils and acrylics. And, you know, she's, a, she's an artist, and she's a struggling artist. And she's a struggling artist living in a very expensive city, D.C., and it's a difficult city. And she's trying to make ends meet, right? And so we're talking about these things, and we're just having a, a, a really amazing conversation, right? Now she knows she's standing in front of a person that a hundred percent opposes her politically, but my posture to her was one of understanding because I'm an artist. Yeah, I'm a film director, I'm a creative. I'm super passionate. You know, I'm not really a feeler, which is weird, but I am ultra creative. You know, I I worked in the music industry for years. I managed artists and toured and 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 you know write books and so yes I'm a creative. So we connected on the creative front and it actually led me to have a conversation with her about politics and about policy. And it was civil. Uh, am I gonna say that I changed a woman's mind? No, I can't I mean I definitely planted some seeds, but there was no yelling and there was no there was not a single ounce of aggression. Yeah. It, it was it was finding commonality there are more that we can agree on that we can disagree on. Mm-hmm. If we only focus on politics, we will miss people. Yeah We'll miss each other completely. It's like it's like in two opposite you know sides of the interstate with a median in between. We just fly by one another, right? Mm-hmm. And we can flash at each other and yell at each other. but it, it, yeah. take the off ramp, go sit and have a cup of coffee, find something to agree on. Which is why I always say, now this is frustrating for me, child sex trafficking should be the ultimate bipartisan issue.
1: It should, yeah.
0: But it's not. Because some of these wingnut crazy people have made a decision that they don't want to agree with anything with someone that disagrees with them politically. Not even fighting sex trafficking. As you know, I can't even find a feminist group to fight child sex trafficking. And I'm saying, what what are we talking And because they're all emotional and they're getting stuck on the fact that one, I'm a Christian, yeah. and two, I'm a conservative. And they can't get themselves past the fact that, listen, I'm here to fight child sex trafficking. By the way, not just for the Christian kid, the Muslim kid, the Hindu kid, the Buddhist kid. I always joke and say for the Smurf, I don't care if it's a child, let's save the child, yeah, right? No, they won't go there. Because they're so stubborn, something happened for them to get to a place to say, it's all emotion. Now, I can say the same on the other side, but I'm just letting you know. There is no, to me, more bipartisan issue than our children.
1: Mm-hmm. What I'm what I'm really trying to do right now is I'm praying a lot and asking for wisdom because I want to see people's hearts and I want to hear their heart and communicate with them. So like with the trafficking issue I'm seeing a lot of strong vocal women's rights people online and it baffles me when they wanna decriminalize prostitution um, because that looks like decriminalizing pimps and brothels and increasing demand and increasing trafficking I just I don't there's nothing empowering about objectification about being objectified and I I have not understood how um how we can be strong women and support that so that's kind of the angle I've been going at with women that are more left politically so is that's you know that's how we fight that and communicate that way is to, to talk about you know what is empowering for women and to hear them out, but to also just speak truth too. So this is what this looks like. So when you when you come at a place of I care and you exhort people you and you don't talk down to them, you're given more room and more authority to to speak to people so that they can hear. I know I had another conversation with an actress from LA and we were talking about kids and you know she is more politically left and but she has a daughter who's her whole world and so we connected about talking about kids and we got talking about trafficking because it's something I do and was able to talk to her about things about what this looks like and what we've seen and what we studied and it was interesting when i finally got to the border because um, she was talking about airports and how people come in and how people are trafficked and so i talked about the border and i could see her walls started to go up again even though we were having this conversation because she's she's probably heard so much um so much of the narrative about how kids are being caged and so again that's her caring that's that's, and her emotions have been exploited that way because she cares and we have to care about kids we have to care about the kids at the border but then we also have to think too about why they've been separated and that's what I, I went to her with is you know the thing that people don't realize about the border is that you know, every girl over 10 is is given a rape exam because they're all being assaulted. And the kids are separated because most of these kids aren't actually with a parent. And so they're trying to make sure, trying to check out who this adult is because they could be a trafficker. And it is estimated that at least 30% of these kids that cross the border end up in trafficking And it's really hard to find them and keep up with them because they don't have a social security number. They're just ghosts. So there's a lot of things. So again, these feelers have been exploited in their feelings and haven't been able to hear all the information because they're just... And when when more of the thinkers come at them with just the facts and you don't hear people out and don't care that they care, um, you're not going to get information across. You're not going to be able to talk to people. So that's been really important to me in this, this season. And I think where we're at as a country, the more heightened I think our stress levels have <laughs> become, the more we're watching the news, it's um it's pushing us to more of these not willing to think, not willing to feel places on either side of the spectrum, so we've got a lot of things as a society and as as a country that we need to talk about real issues. We need to address oh another one that frustrates me is on pro life pro choice arguments people just get into get into like a fighting match about. Well, you don't really care about the kids um, that are already born. What about all the kids in foster care? And then they want to fight about that. We should care about the kids in foster care just as much as we all care about life,
0: it. come on. I mean, this is this is the argument. And, and look, I, I don't want people to misunderstand me here. I have had as many crazy people on the far right Truth. <laughs> as on the far left. I mean, I'm in a public... Debate recently, and I got a guy standing up saying, "When is the time to exterminate?" Yep. Yeah. Use the word exterminate. Exterminate all gay people. And I go, "Wait a minute!" And those are the words he used. Yeah, and like, we're not exterminating anybody yeah. ever because we disagree with somebody. Is the LBGTQ lifestyle a lifestyle that I that I embrace and endorse? No. But we're not exterminating anybody. We're all American citizens, all protected under the same law, under the same constitution, with freedom, liberty, and justice for all. So that nut job of a guy, <laughs> right, is a... is a. We don't associate with that guy. And, and any conservative that I know, we don't want that guy to be part of our our team either. I you mean, know, we're talking about ends of the spectrum that's getting all the attention today and i'm calling on the majority the majority on the left and the majority on the right not the one percent that speaks for the majority on the left and the right i'm calling on the majority to say bring sanity back into the conversation Mm -hmm. feel care show that you care think think it through be logical work together because look there's only one America unless we want to split it down the middle right and then say take your piece take my piece i mean where does it end i mean it ultimately ultimately I'll put a stake in the ground and I'll tell you unless god is the center it falls yeah so any any argument on the left that is void of God, is dead. It's done. Okay, can't work. Unfortunately, that's just about every argument on the left, because everything that I'm seeing, they're pushing towards normalizing a hypersexualized culture, legalizing prostitution, killing the babies in the womb. And so, so it's not me. This is not a yaku issue, folks. I'm just telling you, I'm watching. By the fruit, the Lord says by the fruit. By the fruit, when you start telling me you want to kill babies in the womb, it's void of God. Mm-hmm. That's void of God. Okay? And you're playing God. So so now I'm telling you, you are you have crossed the bridge where logic it's coming in when you start saying well you can't equating a a baby a fetus to a kidney when they say well you can't force a woman to give her a kidney how can you force her to have a baby you go, whoa, whoa you just compared an organ to a human being by the way the organ belongs to the woman okay it's part of her body the baby is a different it's a whole nother human being who the woman is hosting It's not an organ. And so this is the kind of stuff that gets me so livid. When they come with this emotional crap argument of now all of a sudden we're comparing a baby to an organ because they're losing the fight whether it is a life or not. Mm -hmm. So now all of a sudden they're going, okay, it's a life. But you can't force a woman. This is the real statement. You can't force a woman to give a kidney. I go, what? What are you talking about? I mean, and then the argument of, well, why don't you care about the foster kid? I fight for, we mm-hmm. fight for life, all life, life. That 105-year-old woman that society wants to forget about and think she's a nuisance. To, to the moment of conception, mm-hmm. all life. And yes, human beings are more important to me than the planet and the animals. And That doesn't mean I don't want to steward the planet well. And doesn't mean that I don't want to take care and play my part and get plastic out of the environment and do what I can do, right? To steward it well and take care, of it. but human beings first. God is about people; it's His people.
1: So, like, and I want to differentiate between policies. Um, I don't think we can really think through policies as people until we we feel and we think. So, um, again, the feelers, I think, are getting exploited.
0: Talk to me about that a little more, because you said something to me yesterday, uh, two days ago, about Yaku, the left media exploits the feelers. And And that hit me so hard, and that made sense to me. And that's why Hollywood has always fallen off the cliff morally for me. Because it's all feeling and emotion.
1: Well, let's just go with the kids on the cages. Um, so we were feelers. were completely exploited with, oh, my goodness, how horrible is this for kids to be in these cages and treated like this? And they're so in that place of this is horrible, like I care, like I was with the trafficking, that they didn't hear, weren't able to hear, um, that you know, Obama set this up, and that um, there's drug trafficking, there's human trafficking happening, and trying to set, like, they didn't get to hear the facts, and when thinkers don't hear people out and don't care, you look like a jerk, and nobody wants to hear you out. So, so,
0: so So, really, what I'm hearing you say, and I'm not trying to minimize this, but I want to distill it down and boil it down to where it's 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 consumable that we can actually do something. What I'm hearing you say is it it still then comes down to the individual being self aware, self responsible to be balanced. Each individual you gotta feel and think. This the is individual, true. not the movement. The individual.
1: They're, they're absolutely. And that's, yeah, I was coming to that too, is the individual has to be accountable and self-aware to where they're at. Are they in hyper stress? Are they, are they thinking, are you thinking, are you feeling, um, be self-aware, but, you know, just to break it down onto a, um, a more, a level where we can operate and take away from this is like, we need to be able to have these conversations with people and talk things out because when we just yell at people we're not we're not making any progress like it's there's so many things in our society that we need to work on and instead of yelling at each other let's start talking let's make a plan let's make this work let's make this happen and compromise life compromise. is
0: about compromise not and, and I'm not talking about cowarding mm-hmm. or Um, forfeiting our rights and our faith, right? Because there's certain things I will not compromise on. I will not compromise on my values. I will not compromise on what I think marriage is, you know, and what I believe, who I believe God is, and what I believe, you know, uh, love is, and my faith, and who God is. I do not compromise there.
1: It's like... Being in a relationship, being in a family, being in a circle of friends, you know who you are. But in order to stay in the family, you're going to have disagreements and you have to work them out. Yeah. Like you have to hear the person out. And it
0: doesn't mean I sit next to you at the Christmas dinner, but I can be in the same home, in the same house. Well, I sit next to you at the <laughs> Christmas dinner, you know. But somebody, a family member, it doesn't mean that, you know, oh, we're BFFs. No, it just means there's civil discourse. There is an ability to agree to disagree. We've lost that art yeah. the, 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 the ability to agree to disagree keeps marriages together. If you think about it, it uh, this is probably also why you know our divorce rates divorce horrible. rate <laughs> is through the roof you know? and, and so people, people have lost the art of hearing other people. And this is something you taught me, and I gotta tell you know. Early on, because I'm not a contemplator at all. I'm very, I react, and I'm very, I'm a very fast. And I'm this is not. I'm not trying to 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 my own horn here. This is how God made me. I'm a very fast processor. Yes. I process an enormous amount of information very very quickly. Right. I make decisions quickly. And then people go, well, you didn't think. I go, no, I did. I thought through 700 permutations just within seconds. I've, I've. Now, you covered the basis deeper for longer. And it was challenging in the beginning because I remember always, I remember when you would talk and then I'd say, okay, that was a good talk. And you say, it was horrible. What do you mean? I, I mean, I was here. And you go, no, you didn't hear me go, I listened. You go, yeah, you listened, but you didn't hear me. You did not, you're not getting my point and where I am. And I always thought you were expecting me to agree with you. No. And in one day, one day, and this is not. Look, you had to grow in this too. You were not great at this uh, in the beginning. You a were lot not a thing. So still not great. No, at it. no, but you were not great at actually letting me know how you really feel in the beginning. I mean, you're, you you know, took you some time, and I'm just wanting to process. And it's like you want to go around the mountain four times to make your point, and then you do, and then I miss it. And so I learned <laughs> how to be patient. But you said something to me one day. You said, "I'm not expecting you to agree with me." I'm not trying to change your mind. I just want you to hear me. Yeah. That was a game changer for me. I go, oh, okay. Because it took my defensive posture away immediately. And I was yeah. like, okay. She truly wants to know that I gave her thoughts, attention, and thought. And that I feel what she's feeling. And that I consider her feelings. But her, her agenda is not convince the guy, it's mm. hear me, and it changed everything for me. I mean, this is probably three years into our marriage. We're married 12 years now. So this has been, you know, i grown a lot. But it was a game changer for me because I was all, always, even as you were speaking to me, just to be honest with you, I would be like, I know what I believe. I know what I believe. I know what I believe. I, yeah, I'm going to sit here and watch you speak. And yeah, yeah okay. You feel better. You got it out of your system. And you were like, "No, this is terrible. It's horrible."
1: And now I've got to do it all over. Now again. I got to do it
0: again, and I, <laughs> and then I get and then I got steaming hot. Was like, this is a waste of my time. And I missed you. I missed it, right? And honestly, I missed growth and I missed gold because you delivered gold in those moments. But I was, I was too black and I was too thinker no feeler. When you made the change, of my expectation is not that you change your mind, Yakou. You just hear me. You started changing my mind <laughs> because I actually started hearing you mm-hmm. in my heart, and not. And, and I still need to work at it. There's times when I'm a little short tempered and then I'm a little in a hurry at the moment, and you want to have a deep conversation. And there's times when I think your timing is <laughs> peculiar, at best. You know, because you pick these moments for these really like world changing deep discussions that you've thought about for a month and a half, and I'm on my way somewhere, and I'm like, you know, and so so I got to do better at that, and I know that's a growth area for me for sure, but what I will tell and to honor you and I want to honor you is this: the moment I learned that your objective was to be heard not to be agreed with. I started hearing you, number one, and I started agreeing more. You started changing my mind. Because you, Philippa, as a human being, I've not met another anywhere, and I meet a lot of people. I meet a lot, a lot of people. I have a lot of conversations. I've never met a human being that think, that thinks the way you think, the way you process. And, and there's times when it's hard for you to to share what's really on your mind. I mean, because it's it's layered, but it's, it's fantastic, and it comes out in your writing, and we need more of it. We need more of it. I mean, the listeners need it. I need it. We need more of that in society because there's got to be more people, right? Mm-hmm. And so the INFJs, which you are, and for those of you that don't know, Philip can explain these personality tests. And but Philip is an INFJ, which is the rarest personality type in the world. We have four of the four INFJs in our in our company, and none of the four talk much. So we need to hear more from you people, because you're wise.
1: Well, thank you, and um, thank you for helping me. Grow and challenging me because we've had some very tough conversations and they've made us better. You can't run, you can't mock, you can't block these things. You have to get in the dirt and have these tough conversations because they make you better. Challenges make you better. Obstacles can make you better. Yeah, um, and,
0: and, and to share with the audience, I mean, look, I'll tell you, I, I this this legitimately legitimately there's nothing that I can come up with that I think can make my marriage better not meaning I can change and you can change we can grow but there's nothing that I would say no well if only my marriage had this I would be happier let me put it that way right there's nothing other than I want to grow I want to grow I want to contribute more but 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 we've been through some very very challenging stuff and conversations and if I ask myself why did we grow through it? It is because there's a rule. We are for one another mm-hmm. and we love one another and we can't name call and we can't mudsling and we can't, that those things are off limits. They're off limits. So, what does it mean? You gotta go through it. You do. And that's what I want society. And that is yeah. the ability to say, listen, I'm for you even when I don't agree with you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm still for you. Why? You're my fellow American. Amen. What, what, I mean, what are we going to do? Just start putting people, abolish people? No. <laughs> but it's got to be both sides, though. If I was for you and you were not for me, it wouldn't work.
1: But it starts with us, too. It's that personal accountability. And I'm telling you. So
0: it is the individual. The it's, individual it's, needs to make a decision that starts. I am willing to listen. Yeah. But I'm also willing to take a stance and draw a line in the sand and you be okay with that.
1: You don't change who you are, but I I will tell you, people, we want to be seen. We want to be heard. And you just hearing me out, you coming to a place of like when we, we finally got to the place of I'm for you no matter what I say, um, that took the defensive posture away and, you know, I want to see you. I want to hear you, and understand you. That really, it's it's really life changing. And I think, yeah, you're right. We need that as a society, and that makes us better people. It makes our society better when we. But but I'm seeing. Don't change yourself. Like no
0: no you you don't. No, this is not about changing your mind. Yeah. This is about being civil. This is about being godly. This is about operating and acting from a posture of real strength, which is love. Mm. This is about being able to sit across the table from somebody and say, there's nothing in your life that I agree with, but I don't hate you. <laughs> I love you as a human being, because God loves you, because God loves me, and I'm extending you grace and mercy, but, but, but I can't be your friend. We can't get along, we can't go, you know, but I don't hate you, and I'm not going to call you names, and I'm not going to throw you under the bus, and I don't wish you dead, you know, all this nonsense we're seeing today, it's absolute Mm -hmm. insanity, okay, and this is what I'm saying, it's, and and this is on the spiritual side, these are also, now we got to bring the spiritual side in here, because that's my life, and your life, these are agreements with, with evil, People make agreements and they make, these are the demonic manifestations. And look, the Lord, the word says, what the heart is filled with, the mouth will run over with. Yeah. I can honestly tell this audience, Philippa Boyance's heart is filled with love, compassion. But she's very, very opinionated. And she's very strong world. And she is adamant on some of the things she believes, like our children are not vaccinated and will never be vaccinated, right? Take stances. I am anti-abortion. Period. Now, if I'm sitting across the table with somebody that says they are pro-abortion, do I hate that person? No. But I'm not going to move. I'm not moving off that topic. But there's got to be something else I can agree with that person with. Maybe we agree that Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. Then okay, we found a point of commonality. And maybe we agree that, hey, you know, Texas is a strong state or whatever. But there's always common points to agree on. And when I look at politics now, the perception is that the conservative group and the liberal group cannot agree on anything what I'm seeing though is I'm seeing the conservative group reaching across the aisle on many issues many saying let's talk let's talk and I'm seeing the feelers that are being exploited by these villains right Whip them up into a frenzy. Whip the, the Los Angeles community into a frenzy. And thinking is out the window. Logic is out the window.
1: Yeah. When you're you're hurt and you're in that emotional place, it's it's hard to hear. But if we want a whole America, a whole restored America, we have to use that, that whole brain, that right and left have to speak together. Um, talk to one another. We have to feel, we have to think. You can't just do one. And it looks like seeing other people. It looks like loving other people where they're at. No, you're not going to agree on everything, but we can work together.
0: So everything is training. And, and, and you, you will always default back to your muscle memory in life. If you don't play golf often, you're going to hit bad shots. If you So how do we start helping people to train this Uh, my thought would be do it in your closest relationships absolutely boyfriend girlfriend husband wife mother daughter son father son mother start there and training yourself before you jump out there and go take on someone who politically is way on the other end of the spectrum start
1: appreciating people too (laughs) like that that is a great way to to start loving people and showing people love is start stop criticizing people for who they're not and what's wrong with them and start appreciating people for who they are because yeah we're all going to have
0: flaws and
1: no find value find value yeah nobody's going to think exactly the way you do um and that's a good thing but yeah find value love people hear them um and you're we're gonna have a better
0: right stand Stand on truth yeah i don't stand you can stand firmly yeah, I don't without without dropping bombs yeah. I mean stand people, you gotta stand the christians you got, come on that you got because is. it is it, it is life changing and it's changed my life and, and guys we're we've come to the end of the hour here, and are you are you willing to have a part two to this Philip, or maybe we extend this to a part two, maybe a week or so from now when we do a Another part on this amazing topic of left brain, right brain, and how do we get together. Can we do that?
1: <laughs> I thoroughly enjoy always talking with you. Thank you for the that we can do this. This is fun.
0: Well, guys, it's the and Show. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. We can't do this without you. You're amazing. We love you. God bless you. Stand for your Christian rights. Love the Lord hard. Love people hard. And and listen to this podcast again. Let's learn from Philippa, because this is how we will restore our America. We see you next time. You are listening to the Jakoboyan show. Together we will restore our America. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe here and get more information at Yakuboyans.com.